Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Yoga and Wellness Podcast. My name is Jennifer Dixon, and today we're going to stay right inside of the asana or physical yoga practice as we talk about, discuss a little bit more asana. So stay tuned and maybe try something new. Take care and don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Hi, my name is Jennifer Dixon with Thrive Yoga and Wellness. Today I'm going to talk to you about Triangle Pose, Utita Trikonasana. That is a pose that I see done so many different ways in yoga classes. And today I'm going to explore the posture from an Ashtania, Ashtanga yoga lineage. So let's begin. First of all, remember your triangle pose is not the very first pose you do, right? You've got to be a little bit open. That's why when you're practicing Ashtanga or if you're in a yoga class, you've usually done a warm up of some sort. In Ashtanga, it's like five sun A's, three to five sun B's. You know, you are warm by the time you are ready to get into this triangle. And that's because your hamstrings have to be open, your hips have to be open, and your obliques and shoulders, everything's got to be ready. It's kind of like dinner in a movie, right? You got to romance your body enough to get open enough for this triangle pose. So keeping that in mind, I just got done practicing, so I'm nice and warm. You're going to start out, we're going to start out on our right. The right toes, you want to be facing forward. And again, these are guidelines. Every body is different. Your expression may be a little bit different based off of uh, genetics, trauma, all sorts of stuff. So these are just alignment cues that you can think about to help open up your body. Whether or not you get to that expression, and whether or not your picture looks like that, like on social media or whatever, that's not, a, that's not what's important. What's important is that you are opening up your body to the best of your ability within these guidelines, right? So for triangle pose, I'm going to show you what I see a lot of in class, and then we're going to break it down. So a lot of times we're, they're in this really, really wide stance, and then their right hand is going to be down with that right foot, and then the left hand sort of reaching up, but the chest is reaching for the sky, the, not the sky, the, the ground, right? It's like all of your energy is falling forward, and that's not what we want. We want the prana that breath that life force to lift us up so how do we do that if your chest is down here like this right so another way that you can do your triangle pose remember we're trying to get between two panes of glass is to rather than forward fold over that extended side that extended front leg try to shift the hips back keep the chest reaching for the wall and uh, that would be to your left if the right foot's in front lengthen through the tailbone. Eventually we'll have this straight right leg, but if your hammy's not there yet, it can be bent just a little bit. Hands are out wide, shift the hips back, reach the hands forward, and then let the hands drop wherever they may as the right hands down, left hands up. We're trying to have left shoulder stacked on top of right, right shoulder stacked on top of that right thigh. Now check it out, I'm pretty straight, right? Gazes towards those left fingertips. Sometimes that can hurt my neck, so I'll look down. So uh, another cue is to tuck the chin a whole bunch and then roll the head forward and gaze out the left corner of the eye. And that might be another way to be able to get your head reaching forward. Now, I suggest staying up higher like this versus coming down and closing off. Now, this takes a tremendous amount of glute uh, booty strength and belly strength. So if you want a little bit of support, grab a block. I like to put it on the outside of my foot. 
just right kind of in front of the ankle. Shift the hips back, reach the hands down to grab that block, and then you can rest a little bit of weight in the fingertips. Often what happens though is people just camp out here and you're robbing your body of the ability to work. So try to make it fingertips. Now if you're really working on grabbing the toe, secrets are to be really, really warm. Another thing is, so let's do it and then I'll talk to you about another thing. So those left toes are like warrior, one, is warrior two feet, but sometimes if my low back's feeling wonky, I might have warrior one feet, so the toes are reaching a little further forward. That helps to create some space for this left hip flexor and a little bit more space in the sacrum. So toes are, you know, sort of warrior two-ish, but if you want to point them forward, that creates a little bit more space for you. Soft bend in that right knee, shift the hips back, hands come forward, try to grab that big toe maybe. Check in, right shoulder on top of that right thigh. Check in, left shoulder on top of that right shoulder. Hands reaching up, tailbone down. This is a super big stretch in this left side body. These are my obliques, a little bit of my psoas, a lot of my psoas really. And again, if it hurts your neck, you can look down. The goal is to be between two panes of glass. So let me show it to you on the other side. Left foot comes forward. My right toes are somewhere between warrior one and warrior two. Depends on how open this hip flexor is. If you can keep them that warrior two feet, more power to you. Good on you, right? Shift the hips back. Reach the hands forward. Reach them forward. And then set them down with a soft bend in that left knee. Right hand reaching towards the sky. If this is too much, if you tend to collapse in that left knee, grab a block and maybe play with setting it down on the outside of that left foot. Just in front of the ankle. But again, remember, you don't want to collapse all of your weight right here into your hands. Maybe you're on spider tip fingers and shoulders stacked on top of each other, stacked on top of that left leg. If you're reaching for the toes like you would see in an Ashtanga class, really work on opening up the hamstring and opening up the psoas and oblique the side body. Shift the hips way back. Reach the hands way forward. Grab hold of the toes. Now, soften that left knee ever so slightly engage the glute did you see how my elbow just kind of turned forward that's going to be getting that bicep nice and active it's going to be pulling me down as the right hand is reaching up i'm trying to stack right shoulder on top of left shoulder left shoulder on top of left thigh my right heel is a little bit back past my right toes so more like warrior one foot because of openness in my low back and psoas and hips eventually you're going to be between those two panes of glass Remember, these are just guideline suggestions. If you can't do it quite yet, that's okay. Honestly, the thing that I would rather see on everybody is chest is open and proud to that side wall. So if you're coming down here and that chest is reaching for the ground instead of the sky, come up out of this ever so slightly and just keep the chest open. That's going to help to create more space here in the low back so as so as hip flex, all of this area here that tends to be really tight with time, age, sitting, all of that stuff, and it'll feel amazing. If it does hurt your low back, I highly suggest trying to come more into warrior one foot for this triangle because that creates a little more space for your pelvis to tilt down some more so it's not as much pressure in that low back L5 area sacrum than through L3. So... Thanks again. My name is Jennifer Dixon. I hope you enjoyed this tutorial. If you'd like to find out more, make sure you like and subscribe to this, this channel. And we have a whole bunch of other videos on our Thrive Online.